That's So Retrograde is brought to you today in part by our friends at Lola Tampons Ooh. and other things. Mm-hmm. But what's Lola? Lola is a company founded by females for females. Uh, imagine that. It I can imagine it. All your period needs covered. I'm just going to push that man who invented tampons and soaked them in bleach right off this bridge. Thank goodness. See you later. Lola products are just 100% organic cotton. That's incredible. And they also have a phenomenal oil blend for your cramps that I highly recommend. You know what? You'd think that all tampons were 100% organic and natural, but they're not. Most brands are secretly soaking their tampons in chemical cleansing agents using a mix of synthetic ingredients and they're not providing a list of those things because the fda does not require you to not woke people no it's really not so with lola you can subscribe which is awesome and it's fully customizable so you can choose your perfect mix of absorbency your number of boxes your frequency of delivery all the things i mean it's all there for you guys and nothing really lends to one feeling more adult i think than being prepared for that time of month Totally. I'm so the person who every time my period comes, I'm like, huh? You again. You still exist? Damn it. And then I'm just like up periods creek with no tampon and it's real dark. So with Lola, it just comes to my door and I'm like, hello, box of 18 tampons. Hello, box of 12 pads. You know me. You love me. You care for me. If you guys want to be adults too, head over to mylola.com. Use promo code retrograde 40 for 40% off your first month of delivery. That's amazing. MyLola.com, promo code retrograde40, and you'll get 40% off. So namaste putting good things in uh, all your holes, shall you? That is so retrograde, isn't it, folks? Sure is. Sure as Ferk is. I'm Elizabeth. Hello. Oh, we're going on a first name basis? Yeah, I feel like it's been three plus years. Let's just go first name. Wow, okay. We're getting close. I'm Falcon, We opened the show talking about our periods. I feel like we're just going to go first name. We're good friends by now, guys. Although, I've talked about my period in front of rooms full of thousands of strangers. So, at this rate. At this rate, they should just go by, like, an initial. I've got zero boundaries. (laughs) I, like, there was a period of time where I was like really getting off on doing bits about period and like saying it into a room and just hearing the sound bounce off the back of the room and bounce back and slap me in the face because I was like this is so dumb like I can feel your guys assholes tightening up around something that's like so natural like it's bananas yeah so we're here to normalize periods myth busters we all get it (laughs) yes uh, what's Hopefully. up? How are you? What's going um, on? Oh, I'm good. I'm just repairing from my uh, PRP facial. Oh, and what's that? It's a vampire facial. Oh, I want commonly to suck your known, blood. Commonly known on the internet as the PRP vampire facial made famous by Kim Kardashian. Oh, is that how you, is that what the internet said? That's are what saying? the internet said. And I'm Got like, it. wow, what a funny thing to like, like through line. They're like, you saw Kim Kardashian do it once, so forever associated with that's an interesting i think it's because it's sort of so jarring it was like the first time that 
a bloody face was like put in the mainstream that wasn't like news right actual news it was like a self-inflicted bloody face yeah which we did yeah and we're here to tell the tale i but do you care uh elizabeth is doing a new thing on instagram where she asks people if they care and seven percent of people mostly don't care yeah shout out to all of you i love your honesty really funny I'm really happy with the PRP. I, I mean, I think day, what day is it? It's It happened on Saturday. We we decided to celebrate Cinco de Mayo by doing what the indigenous people would want us to do. A different type of shot, some might say. <laughs> yeah, there were shots. Um, and it's now Wednesday. So that's Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Great. Thanks, yours too. Thanks. I feel like, I feel it's still like somewhat dry, mm-hmm. but... Um, I'm really, I really didn't want to get Botox again. Right. Because I wasn't really a fan of like the way that it made my face move. I don't know if any. Or lack thereof. Yeah, but see, okay. Any of you guys out there that are bow curious or bow experts, I don't know. (laughs) I mean, who are you? Let us know. We got it. We've gotten it. We've tried it because, you know, we're proponents of trying stuff. I'm bow curiae and a bow proponent. Yeah. You're, you're, you're just. Bow advocate. You're bowed up. Um, And. But as like, I don't know, I just would see the way that my face was, it wasn't moving in the center, but my eyebrows on the outside were moving and Mm -hmm. it was like creating like a new face, like a new form of expression. And just like as an actor and as someone who's like trying to express myself, like using my face, that was kind of like weirding me out. It just was weirding me out. But at the same time, I also wasn't a fan of the deep creases I was seeing in my forehead. I was like, I'm too young for this. Like, I learned all these lessons in my 20s. They stressed me out. They gave me wrinkles. Now I'm feeling good. I just like to go back to looking 27 and feeling 32. Do you know totally what I mean? Totally get it. Like, it's just I've earned it. Mm-hmm. And I felt like the PRP was like a good answer to those for needs. those who aren't aware, PRP stands for platelet-rich platelet rich plasma. Ooh. And what that is, is they draw blood. Mm-hmm. And then they spin it around really quickly, separating the platelets from the plasma. From no, the platelets from the blood. From the blood, so yeah. it kind of looks like a almost like an oil. Yeah, and um, it's actually so fascinating. I recommend if anybody's into this type of sciencey stuff, doing a deep dive because it's really very much the future when it comes to wound healing, tendonitis, osteoarthritis. Like it's really gonna run the gamut obviously mm-hmm. it's a, it's slightly invasive and process intensive because you're are drawing blood but it's literally creating new tissue when a, when injected into your skin yeah so um i see the lines in my forehead who doesn't are love like decrease who doesn't love some baby tissue i want baby tissue give it to me yeah so I'll eat a goddamn baby we we were a little bit shady we went to a doctor that reached out to us who is lovely, we but like love him. zero research I did. I was yeah. just like, sure, I trust it. sounds cool. Just trust trusting it. the universe, mm-hmm. trusting the process, like let the opportunities come forth and then make decisions as you go. And we were like, sure, yeah, let's I've been try trying it. to Mother Mary, asking her to show me abundance, and so she did. It um showed up as abundance of platelet rich plasma, which I created <laughs> a lot of and have some left over in my fridge. I was so jealous. Like I know from just like being at so many doctors that it's so hard for my blood to come out. And like mm-hmm. usually like what I've gotten IV drips, like I can't get them from certain people because they can't find my veins. My veins are like bobbing and weaving like not trying to get involved so when he finally hit a vein it came was coming out so slow and i was like i told you like that's not a good vein it has to be the one by my elbow or the one on the outside the rest of them are like not fucking around he's like no no it's coming and it was like drip 
drip, <laughs> drip, drip. We got like literally like a quarter of a vial and then he sticks Elizabeth and it's like gushing out of her. And then she, after he spun the blood, she had like seven syringes and I had two. And I was like, damn it. Jealous. Hilarious. Jelly, are you still using it? Yeah. I have like one little I, dropper it's, left. It's a little bit interesting. I tried to do a deep dive online of like what to do with your leftover PRP and I really couldn't find anything. Like shut up your ass. Um, but what I did do is I went off book. I had one of those like roller things um, that to do like the micro needling. The micro needling. You did that. Yeah. So TBD really like making things up as I go along. Keep you all posted. But I will say it was a really cool experience. It's so fun trying new things and. I really had like a moment of deep gratitude afterwards because a year ago, like I would not have been able to experiment with that type of thing because my skin was so bad. Like mm-hmm. the idea of like micro needling anything is like not an option because it yeah. was so broken out and so bumpy. And I never thought that it would get to the place where I would be having fun facials and being able to fight, try fun new things. So it was very exciting and a very cool moment to feel like, oh, wow, look how far we've come. Yeah, I, I really think it's a cool thing. I mean, if you're going to go into the route of spending money on aesthetic things, um, f- for me personally, I would prefer it to be something that's as natural as possible. Right. And um, I want to get to a place where I'm like in my mid to late 30s and 40s where I'm like able to feel like I don't really have to wear makeup during the day to like feel like my skin is looking good. And I'm doing all those things on the inside, like with what I'm eating. And so why why not like help out the process? And also what's very cool about PRP is that it's like a fully organic that's what I mean. It's S. just you. And it's the risk of infection is very minimal because it's coming from you. So there's all these really interesting pros to it in addition to I think it's like just at the precipice of like what it's going to become and Mm -hmm. as we're able to study this it's going to be like a more widely available thing and I will say it did not hurt really that much the forehead was unpleasant the forehead really hurt and I feel like I have a pretty solid pain tolerance but he he lidocaine does he he put like a numbing cream I couldn't feel my face work for me but the only part that really hurt was the forehead and then he did it to my lips and I had a spiritual awakening where I suddenly felt extremely sad and depressed for all people that fill their lips and no with no judgment and no um hate towards that I just was like got really depressed that we feel like we need to do these things to ourselves to like be beautiful for a second because it was so painful it was like it was so painful I've I didn't I yell fuck cunt bitch you sure did and he was like maybe I should stop I'm like don't stop like you already did half of it keep going but fuck yeah we're beautiful as we are you guys but also it's fun to try stuff yeah all right what else it's not black or white um well, I'm still here on um, How's your a, a whole, whole journey. Your whole 47? Where are we at now? I'm on whole... I started on March 19th, and it's May 9th, so that's like 50 days. That's really exciting. Yeah. I mean, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm drinking some wine, and I'm not reading... I'm not, not letting myself have like a couple of sugars, and I had had a little bit of chocolate and like a couple of treats, but for the most part... I'm like lifestyle change. 
That's beautiful. How about you? What day are you I'm on? I'm on day 10. Mm-hmm. Feeling great. Mm-hmm. I would say the only time I was really triggered was at like 2 a.m. when I was around all of our friends and there was like birthday cake and tequila. I was like, okay, it's time to go home. The, mm-hmm. the demons have reared their head and it's also a good time to go home in general, 2 yeah. a.m. Yeah, On totally. a Saturday. Like, we don't need to be out anymore. Right. So it was no big deal. Other than that, it's been good. I think like the biggest thing, if anybody is toying with the idea of starting, it's really about like preparing your pantry. That was a big part of it for me. And also finding your rhythm with going to the grocery store, food prep, um, making things in batches, and then having the leftovers. Like that is something that I believe will be incorporated into my life moving forward just Mm -hmm. because it takes that guessing game Mm -hmm. out of meal planning so um one thing that i really appreciated that i found was there's this whole 30 kit starter kit and a whole 30 pro kit that i found on one of my favorite websites thrive market um that really provides some great pantry essentials to kind of set you up for success so like the coconut oils pink salmon coconut aminos a great marinade from primal kit new primal that we love um i'm just looking at what else i got from them avocado oil mayo that's approved so all of these things in this kit are already approved so you can kind of put them in your pantry have them there mm-hmm. and then as you're preparing vegetables as you're appar- preparing proteins it's these are all really great additives to help make it like boost the meal into a culinary experience totally and show you that like it's actually not that hard you just have to replace the things that you were using with things that aren't bad for you right like the bone broth that i brought with me today and what we're so excited about is we've talked about thrive for so long on this show and they are a new partner for that so retrograde Steph I know you recently ordered from them what did you get your hands on well it was it came in at a very uh fortuitous time for me because I had just run out of my collagen peptides that I get from air one usually and it cost me about 50 dollars to buy this thing and I was and then I ran out and I was like wait that's that was my breakfast like I finally figured out like what I need to put into my body like first thing in the morning and it's peptides with like a dash of coconut milk and that's just like are in your coffee or just no just by itself oh interesting. like I don't drink the coffee I just drink peptides with coconut milk and it but do you drink the kool-aid well you know I do (laughs) um but but I find that it has like really settled my stomach and like I don't have as many like cramps during the day if I like line my body with that first thing I was also using the countertop kitchens turmeric key which is fucking amazing just as like a shout out I love that shit ran out gotta get more anyways thrive has the peptides twice the size for half the price like what the fuck was i doing with my life right i was like okay so good and then i started like looking into thrive more because you've been on it for a while and i i just like it kind of passed me by you know i'm not really good with like ordering things offline usually it's whereas it's a learned skill but then once i got into it i was like holy shit this fucking thing is amazing and what i love about it the most is that a wholesale prices like that's I got a salt lamp for $11. Like, it's the best. Bye. Now I'm adult. I have a light. I was like, why don't I have a light by my bed? I'm a crazy person. Two day business, two business day delivery, which is like, yeah. I only had to live without my peptides for 20, for 48 hours. What I always say to friends, because I've kind of been preaching the gospel of Thrive since it came into my life, is that it's pretty much like a Costco membership for Whole Foods. Yeah, totally. And it's just like really special because 
so much of what we talk about, we kind of, I think, take for granted how much access we have because we live in LA, which sure. is like the mecca of health and wellness at this point. And there's so many places in the country that I don't know where the nearest Whole Foods is or like like where my mom lives in New York. It's like, that's a nice part of New York. And the supermarket situation there is so Dire. scary. Yeah, She's like, we'll just go to the A&P. I'm like, oh God, no. <laughs> like, that's where people go to crawl up and die in the corner of like the Kellogg's box. Like, no, thank you. So Thrive is awesome because you, no matter where you live, you have access to all the like coastal Accessible things. Accessible and affordable. Like yeah. I will go through, so they have a great, um iphone app and i will go through the aisles at the fancier grocery stores and see what catches my eye and then add it to my cart on the app while i'm in the other grocery store like a psycho so smart but it's what works and what we're very excited about is that we have a promo code not a promo code it's just a direct link it is thrivemarket.com slash retrograde we'll link that out um you get 25 percent off and a free month oh and if you make um if your order is over 50 dollars, your delivery is free so So it's definitely not hard to spend i highly recommend um taking advantage of the 25 percent off and the free month and like just getting acquainted acquainted to it that's what happened to me and i was like i can't not have this in my life yeah i mean i'm hooked now and we're so excited to uh welcome home to the retrograde family welcome home thrive market <laughs> give me the weekend wellness please health stats and celebrities better pop rules and home remedies where pop culture and wellness come together that jingle though Woo! It really has been stuck in my head all week. I love it. Give me the weekend wellness, please. Feels so good. All right, as we said last week, we're going to use this segment to not only point out moments in pop culture that might be so retrograde related, but we're also going to cover some listener questions. Mm-hmm. In this case, some listener mail. Ooh, read it out loud, why we don't you? We had an influx of it this week. Share with us, so Elizabeth. So we thought, let's address. Mm-hmm. Um, would like to thank this lovely listener for her email um she says i just wanted to start out by saying that i what a huge fan of tsr i am steph and elizabeth are magnificent we know we know and i have learned so much and loved the majority of their guests without abandon i'm sure you're receiving tons of contacts about this episode because of the way the guest was choosing to speak and present herself I had some strong reactions to the way she spoke about race and also about mental health. I'm a therapist, a spiritual coach, and intuitive, and believe that people come on to their journey in all different ways. To mock or imply that one is better than the other is not kind or loving or in the vein of inclusion that I know Steph and Elizabeth typically promote. I'm not looking for anything, only to add my voice to the chorus and perhaps encourage TSR to address address the tone of the guest in their upcoming shows. I know they did that with Shaman Durek and they handled it like a pro. I know that Busy does not represent the values or voice of TSR, but when a guest is on the show, they do tend to contribute to your brand. Much love and ongoing success to TSR. I'll always be a guest supporter and lover of the girls. Thanks for the email. Mm-hmm. Appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, tell us how you feel. How do I feel? I always welcome a teachable moment, and I think that um, in in reading the feedback that we got from some of the comments that our guests last week made, mm-hmm. like I fully see where they're coming from, and I really appreciate us being contacted about that. Like that's cool. As a result. Um, Although I know that that wasn't her intention to be non-inclusive or like not open, um, we decided to 
edit out the parts in question because like we didn't feel the way that the comments were received represented our views Mm -hmm. what are your thoughts my thoughts are that um number one the views of that's a retrograde are not necessarily reflected in the views of the guests and the views of the guests are not necessarily reflected in the views of that's a retrograde new disclaimer we are here to provide a platform and a place for conversation and ideas and offering alternatives to the way that we may have been functioning or existing up until the point where we're introduced to these conversations through all the amazing people that we get to talk to so for me it's more of a thing of like if you don't like what she was saying don't work with her don't explore what she's up to um extrapolate the good leave the bad you know in the way that people are asking us to have consciousness around the conversation i would turn that back on them and ask them to have consciousness around their reactions Mm. and to please trust us and know that we've been in this now for three years and we (laughs) little wipe off the shoulder um and that we are only trying to raise consciousness and we always do things where we keep it real we are not mincing our words and we're not all love and light all the time because we don't believe that that's real and when guests come on and they have that kind of energy like we we like it we take it we 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 absorb them and we give it to you guys to do what you would like to do with it and that's my thing is i never want to police content i think that we're living in a very pc world just like jacob said last week an end them culture and a world where people comedians have to apologize for jokes i mean it's just like guys like obviously we're not putting anyone on the show who's like racist or is against therapy or against sharing circles like she understands it she's just saying there's more to the story let's unpack that so that's where i stand beautifully said and i love all of you guys we love all of you and i think for those of you who've been on this journey with us know what our intention is putting it out in the world and i don't feel the need that we need to explain that and here's the next thing that i'm gonna say can't wait we're putting this to bed and i don't mean this conversation i mean the conversation of us re of us responding to any of these things moving forward unless something is so crazy i personally feel that it's not our responsibility to and i hate to be such a bitch but like hold your hand through the experience of receiving information if you don't like it really really you don't like it then don't listen because we're doing so much good please take the good and if you don't like something just don't use it it's like it's not that big of a deal you guys are all adults we're all adults not everything is for everyone and i just don't want to be in a position of like apologizing or like pacifying anything like at all sure i want some of your like don't give a fuck attitude to be contagious I'm throwing it i think at it's you. the whole 30 of it all i'm like so emotional and sensitive i'm like don't i don't have the thickest skin in the world and no, these- but can i say this is a great look on you <laughs> emotions yeah <laughs> just being emotional no like i i i'm more sensitive than i realize sometimes and like when i hear that anybody came from from listening to the show and like felt like they were disrespected or like weren't considered like that truly hurts my heart i totally understand and that. um you know i don't have like 10 years of stand-up comedy under my right. belt of like just getting like you know put in the trenches so mm-hmm. i like admire that so much about you stuff but Thanks. like for me i'm just like i want to call everyone and be like no let me explain so like but and i'm like 
deal with your shit. But that's not the vibe either. It's both, though, honestly. And I think that's what is working about this and, like, why it's good to have the dialogue. And I really appreciate your sensitivity. I would probably alienate more people if I went as hard <laughs> as I feel like I need to go sometimes. But it's really just about, like, trust. I think that's why it pisses me off is because it's, like, you guys. Right. Come on. If, like, if you don't trust us by now and you're not in that place of, like, We're not receiving. Even trust us, but, like, just, like understand where we're coming from and the guests too like if you even investigated what her practice is really all and about her story yeah you would understand that it's it's valid and that's that's it it's just like go go forth and trust that this is all we're living in a loving universe that that's so retrograde and we're not living in a divided universe and go back into the catalog and into everything to recognize that like that's all we've ever tried to do beautiful love ya love ya this commences our week in wellness we will see you next week <laughs> in wellness okay so for today's guest is very exciting um we've got a rose filled show i think it really kicked off with the prp facial discussion Quite which made our faces as red as a rose really truly it's a spring bouquet if you will um we're going to cut to a convo with my dear friend mentor and collaborator Kristen Hildebrand. Kristen is someone who I met for the first time almost a decade ago when I um was fanning out when I met her as I was working the door at a Brian Lichtenberg fashion show here in Los Angeles cute Kristen had a blog called bleach black that was pretty much like one of the inaugural classes of or inaugural blogs within the class of like the fashion blog hemisphere and I was a huge fan of it really got into it my final year in college and then when I met her I was like oh my god are you Kristen from Bleach Black and from there we really like grew a, a really cool friendship um kind of as I came up in like the fashion world she was really there to guide me on all of that and uh, she moved on to become the lead concept director over at Nike and has left there and starting her own line which I know we've talked about one which is something that I've collaborated with her on and um, we're lucky enough to have her join us today kind of giving us a briefing on what it's like to be an early adopter and really be a force of forward-thinking momentum within the consumption that drives the fashion industry and how she's trying to shape that and really just like tap into uh, what she thinks is cool. She's just like the coolest, so without further ado, let's bring you Kristen Hildebrand. Woohoo! How do you sort of, because you're still in fashion now, and we're gonna talk about what you guys are doing, which is really, really cool. I'm so proud of you guys. Yeah. Um, but how do you take that sort, you know, you're, you're still pursuing what I would call like a materialist mm -hmm. existence as we all are you know mm -hmm. i'm on the spiritual path we're both we're all on it but we also like want nice things mm -hmm. so what's kind of your ethos around like having your pursuit of of activity in your life be around material but also like understanding that that's not the thing that gives your life value right and i mean I but think it does in a way i guess it yeah there there's there's parts of it and pieces of it that do yeah certainly and I, honestly i have i i'm i'm a huge fan of um studying uh different philosophies right and each one of them i think offers and and a lot of these spiritual teachers too offer really beautiful different components mm -hmm. of of a particular way but i haven't found that one of them works i totally for agree me, I right always, like, i've had to meal. right i've kind of had to blend 
a lot of them together, um, which, you know, I, I mean, is it's sort of fascinating in itself, right? Is it something like that for me, the next steps are, you know, to potentially like piece together this new philosophy? I don't know. Right. But I, I just, I find it fascinating that it's sort of sporadically all over the place that we're pulling this stuff from, right? Um, but going back to your question um, or, or this conversation, I guess, is... Yeah, I mean, while um, I guess what I'm trying to do with the line is reconcile, I think, what I've been frustrated with in terms of where the fashion industry is, um, what the sort of traditional blueprints or models are um, against, you know, my my new beliefs, right? And, and what I've come to learn from all of this. I just want to pause because this is so cool and it's like going to a cool place. But just let's just talk about one for a second so that people understand what you're doing is so forward thinking just in terms of the sustainability mm-hmm. of all industries. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I was talking with Shannon Aganza, who we're going to have on our May 15th show at Four Moons. May 19th. May, yep. <laughs> well, May 15th <laughs> is actually the day that this transit happens, which is when Uranus goes into Taurus and when like the world consciousness is going to move towards like understanding the implications of everything that we do. So it is a main 15th, but we're presenting it on the night. Exactly. I see what you're saying. Exactly. I see their whole tracking there. And we were just talking about how, you know, if you want something of quality, you have to think about how it gets to become of that quality. Right. So just I wanted you to sort of speak on the uh, one and the philosophy behind that. Right. And, you know, the manufacturing as well. Right, right. So, again, I think going back to our earlier conversation uh, around color, as an example, that's part of sustainability, right? I think the the traditional appro- fashion approach is very much or, or has been really like, okay, from, from a sustainability, no, another air, air quotes, quotes um, <laughs> conversation, we're going to pick out uh, recycled poly, Right, we're gonna use this recycled poly and it's made of bottles and what have you. If you're adding a seasonal print, if you're adding a horrific colorway or seasonal colorway for that matter, to or additional seaming details or what have you to this garment and that, that fabric is still of lesser quality and doesn't sustain um, you know, a higher level of washability and wearability, right? You're and inevitably going to end up with garbage. Right. So it's like, okay, you're 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 saying it's sustainable, but you're creating a shitty product that's <laughs> yes. not going to last. Right, which is super ironic. Right. And it becomes again it becomes marketing. Yeah. Right? That it becomes It's a, trendy to I'm, be green. Right. I'm playing in this space. It's not a thoughtful, you know, precise you know conceptual idea that you you can execute for a long period of time right and so i think from what i'm trying to do i'm trying to work backwards into that theory i don't want to own more i throw away so much stuff right and i I can't help but think every single time i go to the garbage can where is this stuff I actually think it going? Every time, Ugh. it's crazy, and I hate to be one of those people. But at the same time, it's, we all it's should be conscious. one of those people, yeah. right? Like you should be thinking about, yeah, exactly where this stuff is going. I think yeah. that it does change your behavior. Yeah. Um, I used to have. I mean, you remember, like my closet was ridiculous, right? I used to have, I, I mean, pieces on pieces on pieces, and now my my closet is very pared down and realistic. I only wear black and white and maybe there's like 
two or three pieces that have color. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just how I've I've come to understand Shifted myself into and, a minimalist. Yeah, yeah, vision, really, right? And it's it's focused and it's edited, and I don't buy things that I don't really really need. Mm-hmm. And the way that I do shop is, um, I shop for for quality, really. And I mean, uh, obviously, there's pieces here and there that. I will mix in in terms of being sort of aesthetically relevant, another air quotes, um, but but they're more on the accessory level mm-hmm. because at that point it's you can you can be keeping those pieces forever for a longer period of time um, and they're not disintegrating like and, and breaking down as much as apparel would. Right. Um, and. and- I think that that ideology is so beautifully weaved into one. Mm-hmm. Like it is a vision of sustainable fashion and that you have a really beautiful quality piece with the classic lines that sure is an investment piece. Like we're not going to lie. It's luxury. It's ath luxury. <laughs> yes. Did you guys coined that term? <laughs> well, we think it's a disgusting term, but it's actually what it is. But she, Kristen made right. it up. It's not as bad as glamping. Definitely not. (laughs) It doesn't evoke visions, as you said, of rhinestones. But, you know, we're not going to be like we're doing an ass luxury line. But like, that's what it is. It's it. It's really taking like a high quality approach to something that someone wears every single day. But I just love that it's not expensive for the sake of it being expensive. It's not. Of course not. It's not fine for the sake of you being like, now I'm better than you and I have this nice thing. It's like everything from the top down is moving in a direction of consciousness and that's right. what's so cool about yeah, it. Yeah, there's yep. no there's no labels on it. There's no. no it's as clean as it possibly can be from like the lack of seaming to yeah. the the lines are so beautiful. Like I've never felt better in a pair of legging in my entire life. When I had the first sample that still had the seams, I still was like, "Oh, so I can't wear anything else now because this is the best thing I've ever put on my body. Yeah. I just like encourage everyone to to think about those things that like you said, like, where is your trash going? And right. like, where is the stuff that you're wearing coming from? And like, right. I know this is obvious, but it's really like, where are the brands that we're supporting coming from and what are they standing for? And, totally. you know, that's a big thing for us when we, when we do ads and when we talk to you guys about what, what we think you should be putting in your body, like we're not going to be talking about things that we feel for the most part, obviously everything is not black and white. And some things maybe have certain things we don't like and certain things that are awesome. And like people are trying to do the right thing for the most part. Mm-hmm. But it's complicated. Completely. And it's like, I don't want to spend a lot of money. Well, OK, then you're supporting bad shit or I don't have a lot of money to buy the thing. So maybe don't buy the first thing you could afford and save your money a little and buy one nice thing. Right. Like, I think about that a lot. Well, I would argue, too, that if you look at the lifespan of, you know, say, call it, you know, what, three years of how many let's call it leggings how many leggings are you buying in that three year span right right like realistically what does that look like and then equate that dollar to you know something nice right like if you stop buying forever 21 leggings for For the next three years for instance you could probably afford a pair of these leggings absolutely and you would never have to wear another pair of pants ever again that's the goal i mean that's the ideology and it's interesting thank you (laughs) i'm a street team um (laughs) and that's the ideology it's really interesting coming from a resale space which is you know i worked in for so many years having closet rich and like you really understand like 
the a garment's value if you think about like will this be able to resell there's a lot of items on the market a lot of brands that are very high price points that no one's gonna rebuy i mean i've been to the wastelands and i've been to the mm-hmm. crossroads when they look at my clothes like i'm a fucking surf Duh. meaning and they're just like oh no they just throw on the ground totally. and it's like oh, i like that there's no yeah. value to that and it's been an interesting right. sad it's it been an interesting perspective and lens to look through as i especially going through this kind of like multi-leveled life purge that I've been documenting throughout really going through it but like really thinking like okay like what are the things that I want to hold on to that make me feel great and you always talk about Kristen about how like we're constantly purchasing like multiple different variations of one thing and it's never just the right thing right and it's it's it goes back to your personality right you have we're old enough now where you develop some sense of, okay, this is who I am. This is what I want to communicate with the world, you know, through fashion and through dress. Um, and if you look at your closet, what ends up happening is that you continue to buy the same way. Um, but as you mentioned, you're just buying replicas of things that aren't working. So as an example for me, I'm constantly looking for that perfect, uh, you know, universal camisole as an example, right? But Yet I end up with five or six camisoles that are not quite there. There's one that's almost perfect, but then there's another one that I like the fabrication of. Mm-hmm. There's another one that I like the silhouette of. And they're not, none of them are, are the exact ideal, right? Right. Um, which is beyond frustrating that yeah. I would continue to buy like this and not just make something that's beyond beautiful and actually makes sense. Right. I mean... Tell us. Bring it to the people. Fuck. I wanted to move away from tradition. Fast for, fashion well, of it all. No, it's it's really, I think, tradition for tradition's sake. Right? Because there's, there's a lot of heaviness that comes with tradition. Right? And I always try and look at the world. There's this beautiful quote um, that, that talks about the beginner's mind. Right? In the beginner's mind, there's infinite possibilities. But in the expert's mind, um, there's very few possibilities. Right? And I wanted to approach it really from that that perspective. If I was to know nothing from this industry, how would I how would I go about doing this? In what way? And I, I'm sure you don't want to like blow anyone's spot up, but in what way would like an, your last bit, your last job, <laughs> the Nike or the Adidas or or whoever is like the bigger brands? Walmart, I don't know. In what way are they doing tradition for tradition, tradition's sake? Cause I'm not sure yep. I totally get that no. as it pertains to fashion. Yep. Um, so from a traditional model, what you would do is, um, and even, even from a direct-to-consumer business model, right, uh, what you would do is you'd have a merchandising plan. You would then fill that merchandising plan with various colors, various uh print and patterns various like differentiation to get people to continue coming back to buy more yes exactly exactly and not for the sake of um consciousness not for the sake of consciousness not for the sake of uh, sustainability it's really about how can we get people to buy more so it's like tricking the consumer into thinking they need the next thing (laughs) yeah why i hate apple well, right. Uh, not only that, but it's 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 frustrating on a lot of different levels because what ends up happening is you you make these buys just based purely off of guesstimates, right? And let's be real, no one can honestly guess 
how much one color is going to sell versus another at right. any given time. Right. So that was where I really wanted to hone in a a very simplistic color palette, a very simplistic um, aesthetic. I wanted to get rid of a lot of the seeming details that that then add up into the the cost of a garment is based off of a lot of different things. Um, fabrication is a big one. Um, garment construction is another big one. And then if there's obviously a print and pattern to it that you that gets added in as well, mm-hmm. where you produce, et cetera, et cetera. So I wanted to simplify as much as I could that whole spectrum and really reprioritize where where we were spending money. Right. So if you're spending enough money in the right locations, then the other things can kind of go away, right? Okay. So as an example with one, if you're and what we're doing and the intent is that we buy fabrics that are the best of the best so therefore that's where that's where our cost is that's where the majority of our cost is um and give just an example of like a traditional um athletic apparel garment not we're not going to name names well it has is guaranteed for what 35 washes yeah so they want so traditional um tags I know. Oh my God. Yeah. We we put a lot of thought into absolutely <gasps> everything. She's feeling everything right now. Um, it, so no one will really outright come out and say we are approved for right. X number of washes because that's not that's not something it's that not a selling point. It's it's not a selling point. It's not something that scientifically makes sense. It's not a sexy number for right. a lot of people. Um, because what they're what they're doing again is the design philosophy is more is more add add to it right These, add a panel add yeah, a this well as yeah. a de- and you you'd understand this you know as a designer when you know you would receive a brief from a merchandiser or um, you know whomever you're receiving or a creative director whomever you're receiving a brief from that would look you know excuse me. Um, it, it would it would be you know how do you how do you sell this next legging for this next mm-hmm. season, and in a designer's mind, generally speaking, it's okay. I need to what can I add to this? Is it a print? Is it a pattern? Is it a you know? Are there blocks to it? Or is right. there a different fabrication that I can inset? It's not. <laughs> how do I make this durable that uh, that well, someone will buy one of them and have it forever? Well, right, it, it's it's a different brand philosophy, right? Like that has to be woven in very very early on but so what it, i mean i love the idea of having one piece that you're wearing all the time mm-hmm. even though i have to pay for it to my laundry so it's kind of annoying mm-hmm. for me because i would probably just be wearing gross pants forever however um wh- what is how is that like a sustainable business model to have people continuously buying stuff because like i hear what you're saying and i love that where it's like you're not trying to like scam someone into like continuously just buying shit because your shit doesn't last i love that right then how do you get people to you're gonna slowly roll out like other things yeah i get it okay cool yep and the the other the other idea here too is that we're not making um huge batches of right product because we don't need to right um we want to keep it really intentional and um you know once we sell out we sell out and I want to hear about your the the way that like the subscription service situation. Like I love it's so cunty and I'm yeah. obsessed is, with here's it. Here's the thing. I want to preface <laughs> this. I want to preface this. I feel like this goes yeah. back to the fact that you're like 
five steps ahead of everybody else just Thank intrinsically. You. Thank so you. explain. Yes. I, I and it's not the the principle here is that it's not intentionally trying to be uh elitist. exclusive or elitist or put people out in any way shape or form because that's that's not who i am as a person of course not um the reason being the, the way that i've set it up is so that uh so that i can service because i really believe that the people that are supporting me i i should be able to support right mm. i'm an avid shopper um, I buy a lot online and I, I have a, a couple different brands that I really love and I spend a ton of money with. Um, but yet, generally speaking, I'm treated as sort of one of many. Right, which is the worst. Which feels, it, it feels backwards. And again, it feels very much, you know, sort of blueprint oriented. Like, yeah. this is the way the fashion world works. And this is, this is direct to consumer as an example, right? You're, you get an email or you'll get several emails in terms of marketing, but you won't get any communication back from, from the owner, from the designer. You, you're, you're certainly not going to know those people. Totally. I had that moment with my phone where I was like, if this doesn't get resolved, like I'm gonna leave Apple, and they're just like, go, like they <laughs> right. don't give a fuck, and it's like I've spent so much money and so much time and invested like all of my like functional life into this yes. device, where if I like am not the satisfied, brand- they could give a fuck, and it's such a bad feeling because it's like that feeling of you need them more than they need right. you. Right. It would take me gathering like ten thousand of my friends <laughs> to make a dent in their whole entire corporation well and i mean i think that that's where you know that's where i'm looking towards the future in terms of how what that relationship is like between a client and you know a um any any business for that matter thread yeah i I would (laughs) love that movie no, no, I didn't. <laughs> you're, you're Paul Tom or um, Daniel Day Lewis. Oh God, I need to watch those now. <laughs> no, no, he's like a psycho, but he like has a personal relationship with every. Obviously, okay. Yeah. Well, okay. So <laughs> it it really is important though for me to to have some sort of relationship with again the people that are supporting me. Totally. Right? It just seems so bizarre that I wouldn't. Right. Yeah. So like how, I is... work with or I work for these people. Right. Yeah. And I I want to know. You know. Do do you like something do you hate something can we change something uh can we repair something what you know all of these things that go along with that sort of relationship An right in a garment well so, e- exactly it's like birkenstock you can like send back your birkenstocks yes that's like so cool it's yes. like wear them for 10 years and you can send them back and we'll yeah get you so more. that that is actually our return policy it's fucking amazing yeah it's yep. like thank you and you care but it's in that light though it's looking at it's looking at the relationship or our relationship as long term, mm-hmm. right? And I don't, I don't know if that's. I it's certainly not modern day right now. It's like you have thirty days and you need the receipt and you need right. the da, 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 right. da, da, da. So if I want to purchase from one, I go mm-hmm. on the website. I then submit my email. You do. It's basically like harder than getting into college. No, <laughs> <laughs> no and, and the reason being that we we have you submit your email is so that. Um, so that we can know who you are right we we so we have a list um and it's you know it's ever growing which is sort of hard to keep up but i've got you know i've got a couple people that um i work really closely with that are amazing caleb as an Mm -hmm. example um that we go through and we find out who these people are it sounds 
bizarre, but we're sort of vetting everyone, making sure that, you know, these people are A, going to be amazing customers and B, we're going to want to work with them too, Mm -hmm. because again, we're creating this relationship, right? That isn't just this one transaction. I mean, we're thinking into the future here, right? And so um, we want to ensure that also people are buying for the right reasons, right? So let's be honest with the fashion industry, a lot of um, what happens are, you know, people will buy will buy the full collection of a brand just to go and knock it off. Right. Right. Which is not, you know, again, if you're not careful with that, it happens all the time. Right. And it's, you know, granted it's, um, you know, these fabrics are ridiculously hard to get a hold of. So it would be fairly difficult for somebody to even get into it. I would actually laugh because it would be (laughs) like, oh God, this is too expensive. I don't want to touch this. But um, again, I, I want the intention to be, to be more pure, right? And so uh, that's part of the reason why we're doing the things that we're doing um, and having sort of an approval process. And so so each we're at um, about each week right now um, that we send out approvals. And then people, once approved, then the shop is open to them online for two weeks. For one week. One week. Hop on it, y'all. Hop on and it. And then what happens if they don't buy their out? Not, not that they're out, but we just, you know, again, it's it's one of those, conceptually, it's it forces people into um, a buy or not buy, which is, it, either way is totally fine, right? right. But I'm not going to take, I, I'm not going to be that person that's going to harass people via email right. to buy something. Right. I'm just, that's not who I am. Yeah. So if you're not interested, cool. great. Right. Um, if you are, then then you're a part of sort of our membership and i'm going to take care of you right right but i that it makes it so precise and so easy on on my part mm-hmm. i i know whether you're you know should i take care of you should i not take care of you you know it's just as simple as that and this model is based off of um vineyards that are in mm-hmm. uh <laughs> that's so cool it's a vineyard model where people have like access to to like these exclusive wineries mm-hmm. that are in napa and these, this model has worked for decades. Right. It's not exactly. It's not a new model right. at all. It's but it's foreign to the fashion the industry. Fashion industry. Um, but I loved it, uh, and I still love it. There, and there's plenty of um, boutique wineries that do this and that operate like this because they've got a certain amount of grapes per season um, or per offering rather, and it's usually twice a year depending on. Um, where, you know, location wise, but I just, I fell in love with that process and the attention to detail and the attention to, again, the customer and all that. And it just made so much sense to me that it needed to be applied to fashion. Like, why wouldn't we all live our lives in that way? I mean, it's fine that it's not going to work for toilet paper, but... (laughs) Something, you know, is a luxury good, absolutely. Something that you would, you know, love and care for for a very long time. Yes, you'd, you'd, you'd be buying in this way. And I love that, like, so much of this goes into your methodology, which you say is cultural empathy plus engineering. Can you talk a little bit about that? Yes. that It's just really, honestly, it's a fancy way of just saying I, I'm sensitive to the world and I'm a problem solver. Um, but it's... It really is the idea that they're, we're all connected. We all know that. We all emit a lot of energy. Um, if you can tap into that energy, 
in terms of uh, pop culture, even right. We all we all see it. We all have conversations about it. What's happening? If you can sort of empathize with all of these different movements and be really fluid with it and non sort of judgmental, then I think you can start to see, you know, these little things that are they're sort of popping up and. Um, sort of make sense in a little different levels. I, I love this quote. Um, it's an Alan Watts quote, and it's, I think I put it on the top of this. Um, it was, uh, trying to define yourself is like trying to bite your own teeth, mm-hmm. right? And so <laughs> as I talk about myself and, and sort of my methodology, it it really feels that way. I'm going, okay, I'm trying to bite my own teeth, right? Mm-hmm. Um, that's not working. I like the way that you do talk about it, though, because you know what you're interested in and you know what you're capable of. And that's more important than defining yourself, I think, because it speaks to like your interest and your passions versus your need to let other people know who you are. If right. That makes sense. Right. And I mean, I think that it's I think I've tried to I, I used to try and, you know, give myself these like really elaborate academic like titles. titles. Yeah. yeah. And it's just felt the more and more I would do that, I would grow out of each one of those titles. And, and then you're frustrated. like stressed. Yes, yes. I mean, I, I used to hate getting called a blogger. I was like, I'm not a blogger. But yeah. then it's because you, you had know, an actual job. Well, right. Sorry. Also that. <laughs> no, but it, it, truthfully, there yeah. th- there were a lot of different components. That was just one of the things that I was doing. Right. Um. And so, to to open up myself to more you know again you don't you don't try and give it a title well i think that is so limiting like we talk about that all the time when like elizabeth was sort of transitioning out of wanting to be a stylist or even being called Mm -hmm. that and i was like not really feeling 100 percent comfortable with just being defined as a comedian Mm because it's like you have those skills and those interests and i have those skills and those interests but once you put someone in that box then all of a sudden everything that you do needs to like siphon out of that title and like you start with something big and then the more that you get into it it becomes so small right so the second that you do that it's dangerous and it's for other people because it's uncomfortable for someone that you meet when you're like so what do you do and it's like "Uh, i do you know it's such a hard i hated that question i'm just like now i I just hate it now i'm just like i'm a creative person and i like write and talk and perform and i do calm like i just like i don't care i'll fucking list it until you tell me to shut the fuck up (laughs) because i'd rather do that than have give you permission to put me into a corner Right, but I but it also goes back to that conversation we were having about achievement. Yeah, right? it's the same exact thing because yeah. if you have a title and definition, then you kind of suddenly have a path that someone else carved out to you. Right, where you know um, this is the next step. Then I go there. Then I go there, and and because you read a book somewhere that you know Anna Wintour did that thing, right. and now you think you need to do or you know Joan Rivers <laughs> did that thing. Now I need to check yeah. off those things off my list, but yeah. like that's just one person's life right my husband had the best title when i when i actually met him too i think he was on twitter or wherever right um his title was unemployed drifter Ooh. <laughs> i mean that sounds like someone i would have dated in 2012 <laughs> oh my god <laughs> i was like, but you know i mean at that point too he it, it's you know he had such a good sense of humor about about titles and about ego and about you know 
putting himself in right. this particular place. But he place. could also say that because he like was making money. Right. So totally. it like was ironic. So he like had a yes. shower. <laughs> um, so yeah. I want to I want to acknowledge again like being on that tip of like innovator. You know, there's like innovator, early adopter, blah blah blah. Um, I think that like people hear the one business model and they're like, it seems either not inclusive or just mm -hmm. foreign or radical. And I love that you're okay with that. Mm -hmm. And like one of the many lessons that you've bestowed on me in my life is like to not take the no's that come up in our brain as for face value and like silencing them or talking to them. And I really want to know like where that comes from for you because you've just always been mm -hmm. like, fuck it, that's not a thing. Like literally, <laughs> and that has just been such, you know, we talked about on the show, like a previous episode about expanders and like mm -hmm. just on a personal level, like you in my life were such an expander before I even know, knew like what that word was. Like to have someone in your life be like, don't pay attention to that no that comes up is like a really, really powerful thing. And where mm -hmm. did that come from for you? I don't know. I mean, I, I've thought about that um, because it is, sort of prevalent and I'm going how how did I get to a place where yeah it was sort of I just tuned it out mm -hmm. um I'd love to think that that there's a possibility in the future and it's crazy but uh that we could potentially dull that part of our brain you know and, and have have that not be so sensitive um I don't know how that would work we'd have to yeah. sort that out anyways <laughs> um I think that growing up the way that I did, where I was, in what the Midwest, you, yes, um, in a town that you know, in in a location in general that didn't feel uh, totally accepting of who I was or what I wanted to do or the things that where I was going really, and. I think that I learned early on that it was it was very different, and that um, there were there were other people that wanted to sort of fit in, and that just wasn't going to be in the cards for me, right? And so I think had I been had had I moved out here, or had I grown up out here, or maybe you know a larger city, there would have been you know m more sort of diversity for me to be introduced to. Or I wouldn't have to play that uphill game battle but I think it was such a blessing for me to be there and to sort of learn how to tune that out you mm. know so I think that it probably was a learned when I was, skill yeah when I was growing up I have uh, you know out of pure um survival mode I had I had to <laughs> I had to grow into that well it's a contagious attitude and it's I think that like so much of like where we sit now for me like it was based off of you know your counsel and influence and oh, being like so do the damn fucking thing and that's like i think it's just an honor to be able to sit here and thank you oh, look you in the eye and thank you because <laughs> like that's just like i mean can we should only i'll be so lucky to have people in our lives that i'm gonna okay, cry are you gonna oh, cry right now you. i that, can't handle it that you know help guide us when we're not yeah. sure like i yeah getting emotional you know like when i um had like career ups and downs like you yeah. were the first person oh God, i called you guys should hold always. hands something needs to happen you were always, you were like the no, first i didn't know person. if i could do that you were the first person i called to be like i'm scared yeah. or i don't know what to do next and yeah and for you you just were always such a positive light of like it's okay yeah. like you've got this like yeah 
it's all well, good. I, I feel really humbled that I could be that for yeah. you. Honestly. Like, I, I do. I, it's, it's nice to know that I, I am doing something that matters in, in someone's life. Tell us some things that, other than forest bathing, which you heard it here first. Yes, um, you did. Going outside. <laughs> <laughs> it's so fucked up that we live in such like a fucked up like technological world that like going outside needs a snow. Like a well, you know brand. <laughs> oh god, I, I read an article that said that we spend ninety six percent of our time inside. Ugh, I hate that. You know, I, know. I really hate that. I do too. That's why we've got to do the forest bathing. Forest bathing. That's why we need to get can some do, active wear. Can we do Runyon Park bathing? <laughs> <laughs> or um, whatever else you are in your local city? Yeah. Totally. What What's cool to you? What's on your radar? Um, well, in, in terms of product, I could talk about um, a couple different things that Please I really do. like. Um, I like this idea. And it, it goes back to, you know, cleaning up and and being um you know the less is more idea um the dumb phone the pocket dumb phone talk to us about so amazing so it's 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 exactly that it doesn't the phone doesn't do anything it's you remember when you had you know these like the phones flip phones yeah you can text and it it won't even take a picture so it's it even predates the razor yeah um, but the the whole premise is just that you know it's it's mandatory for you to you know be more present because you're not you're not occupied with the news or Instagram or you know any of these other distractions that are so easy to just you know scroll, go to scroll your life away right. But I mean, even even sitting in a lobby or what have you, it's. It's just such an easy, quick, you know, way to, I hate this, but like kill time. Totally. I know. Right? It's like, I never feel too bad about like if I'm running late because I know like people can occupy themselves. Yes. Nowadays. Right. See, I'm really into the idea of the dumb phone because she has, she's obsessed with the light phone. Kristen obviously is one that turned me on okay. to that. So just she's talking about clarify. that so much. And I Did love you sign it. up for it? No, not yet. Okay. You but guys need to sign up for here's it. Here's 2019. One... I can't commit. My one thing that I need from that phone, if I'm going to take it seriously, is a way to call an Uber. Right. That's the only thing. The only app that I'm like is necessary for when I'm going out, if I'm drinking, if I don't have my phone, mm-hmm. is I need to be able to call a car to come pick me up. Mm-hmm. Everything else, I don't need to like even text. I could call. I don't need, obviously, to take pictures. Any mm-hmm. of that stuff is fine. Mm-hmm. But I can't be fucking stranded. There's no right. taxis. Well, I mean, it definitely forces you into because I was thinking about it too in terms of like, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna be bringing this phone with me on you know any given trip or wherever I'm going, and for me it was GPS. GPS, too, same thing, right? I'm going. Where the fuck am I going? I mean, even the old like Nokia, the first smartphones, you know, 2003 or whatever. Shout out to Snake. Yeah, that the had first a, time killer. That had a map on it. <laughs> like my first one of my first phones, like it was a yeah. shitty map and it didn't really uh-huh. work and it was hard to like see, but right. it told me where to go. But okay, going back to our conversation about what are you going to teach your kids, right? How maps. to read a map. How to read a map. Like, where, where can you where even you get, get it? a That's map? That's what I'm saying. That's great. <gasps> cool. Read a map. If you can find one, <laughs> good luck. Oh. It's a treasure hunt to find a map when you're drunk. It is. <laughs> it is. Right. But I mean, I think that those are those are absolute necessities, right? Like that's, uh, it's going to sound really bizarre, but that's why I started flying too, 
right? Like, oh yeah, I, pilot's license. I, I started Casual. flying because Loved. I <laughs> because I was I, you know I was obsessed with this idea that you know if if I'm stranded wherever and need life skills, um, what you know what what do those any. life skills be right? <laughs> yeah. And for me, one of them was you know I want to make sure that you know Aviation. if something <laughs> you no, like, honestly, watch lost and you're like I want to be the person who flies that plane off the island. <laughs> oh my god, no, no, it was really like I mean there there's a lot of reasons why I started flying, but but again one of them really was you know if 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 I'm in an emergency situation, I can jump up and go okay I I at least have the basics down right you know right. I forgot that you have that you did that. I have a boating license. Cool. I have a driver's <laughs> that, license. Like you drive a boat. <laughs> you drive the plane. I'll drive the boat. Yes, those are real world skills that it you're going to need. Honestly, a really annoying thing I had to go through. It was like a twelve hour course. I hated it. That's perfect. Yeah. That and now we got to find a map. Yeah. <laughs> We're just traveling. Let's get out of here. Oh my god! I think people we actually all... used to use highlighters, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And highlight the path. Totally. But how would you know where? You know, I mean, okay, fine, you'd have an address, but if it were, you know, a gas station or what have you, I don't think that they actually update that uh, printed maps anymore with gas stations. Mm. But I mean, again, that's, it's a weird premise, right? But it's also, you know, again, libraries, right? Right. We'll talk about that, right? It's, but that's very real. And that's why I think it's, you know, you become more sensitive to that stuff when you do have children right because you're going oh, oh god skills you know yeah. Take on a whole new meaning. like i need to make sure you know how to do some really entry-level basic stuff here. right what else do we need to know about from your oh um mind the mind of Kristen. yeah okay so uh and and i do love this cell phone case too yes. if you are going to have um i think they make a few of these in Let's terms of, of talk like, to us about the case right so, so what's it say so the case says uh, social media seriously harms your mental health. And it's it's sort of one of those warnings. It's a spoof off of um, oh, the tobacco the, warnings. Yes, the yeah. tobacco warnings. Exactly. And it's just a, you know, it's a very basic, clear, you know, silicone case with this message Who on the back. Um, this company called Urban Sophistication. And I love them. They're sort of. I, I don't I don't know too much about them, but they're um you know oddly enough I, I hate even saying this, but um I learned about them on Instagram. <laughs> that is <laughs> ironic. Ironically, it really, yes. it really is because it it's it was one of those pieces that fed me. Yeah, right from the new algorithm, which is unbelievable. It's Different amazing. conversation. Different conversation. That yeah. is yes. another one. Okay. Tell our listeners where they can find one if they're interested in being inducted. Yes. So the website is whereone.com and yeah. it's spelled W-E-A-R-W-O-N-E.com. Which I like that it kind of looks like we are one, mm-hmm. too. Mm-hmm. That's kind of cool. Um, and just thanks for existing. Thanks for being so awesome. Oh, thanks for guys. being so forward thinking and like Thank you guys. helping to expand our modalities. Thanks for being my hair yes. inspo. Yeah. And, yes. and friend to my friend. And friend to I all of us. I love you guys. We love you love so you much. Back. This is so much fun. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> yes, that's a retrograde. Speaking of roses, you know we've got one in Care of Vitamins. Uh-huh. The official supplement sponsor of that's so retrograde. 2018, baby. If- 
As you guys know by now, we've talked about it. We're huge proponents of tiny packets with our name on it Mm -hmm. that give us all of our supplemental needs whenever we may need them. So if you guys haven't checked in with care of what they are is a customizable vitamin offering from the internet. Once again, offering you something in which you do not need to leave your house. All you have to do is go to takecareof.com and take their cute little quiz and it will make it extremely easy for you to figure out what vitamins and supplements you currently need in your row row. These recommendations. That's what we call rotation. In your row row? Yeah. Didn't you just do that in college? I love that. In your row row? <laughs> yeah. And their recommendations are based on clinical research and traditional medicine with input from doctors and nutritionists. So the quiz is super simple. It just takes a few minutes and then you get a personalized supplement recommendation from their people. And if you yourself know a thing or two about vitamins and supplements you can amend you can, can be like hey pack. i already have a fish oil let me add an ashwagandha choose your own adventure you know what i want a little turmeric i too went rogue this month yeah Do you want to know what i'm taking yes i'm doing a calcium and a magnesium just a little nighttime pack mm-hmm. for when i am spending the night at my boyfriend's house i just throw them in the bag cute yeah that is so annoying to have like multiple vitamins yeah, in different places i don't need to be clanking around that's so true so Basically, I love it because they allowed me to put Falcon on the package. So that's all that that's I personally important. care about. And I've wanted to take turmeric for a long time. So I was excited that I got to throw that in there. Plus ashwagandha, which is an expensive buy. Um, and the coolest part about it is if you do the math, it costs about 20% less than when compared to similar brands at your local drug and health food stores. Love us a deal. Yes. You know this. Yes. And the deal we have for you is 25% off your first month if you go to takecareof.com. Use promo code retrograde at checkout. That's- Once again, that's takecareof.com. Promo code retrograde. And you will have yourself a 25% off your first month of a cute vitamin packet. Namaste, taking care of yourself. Cause we love you. Roses and thorns. Welcome to Roses, welcome to Thorns. How you guys doing? Are you still with us? In keeping with uh, the face conversation, uh, I'd like to shout out and thank our dear friend, Kelsey Patel for uh, providing me with a tool that I'd not known I was missing until I received it. I'd long been curious about this process. And I opened up her Magic Vibe box for the spring, and there it was, a rose quartz guasa tool. It's guasa. Guasa. I was saying guasa. I was saying guasha, because that's how it's spelled. But then I watched, um, what's your friend's name? Um, uh, the skin... Care, therapeutic therapeutic skin, skin, coach? skin coach do Haley what yeah up? I watched a Haley do a tutorial um for herbivore botanicals mm-hmm. or botanics herbivore botanicals botanicals yeah <laughs> not sponsored it's yeah. fine <laughs> but they're so good um and she was like everyone says guasha but it's guasa and I was like amazing I love learning stuff um and I've now put it in my morning and evening routine and it's just like I'm obsessed with it. It feels so fucking good to massage your face for five minutes before you go to bed and when you wake up in the morning. And got a lot of feedback from people who are very curious about it. And all I have to say is highly recommended, super rosy experience. Um, Why not take an extra moment for self-care? Like I went from looking at my phone before I went to bed and looking at my phone when I woke up in the morning to not doing that at all 
and going directly to like that experience and it's great it's like a meditation without the like meditation part of it because like I like my meditation to take place not in my bed Mm -hmm. I like to go outside or just somewhere that's not where I sleep foresting and I like whatever the hell we talked about yeah 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 (laughs) no but I like it I like I I like an activity and I like and I do my left side with my left hand and my right side with my right hand Mm. and I make it a whole like brain one of my favorite jade rolling videos also gives a guasa tutorial and it like compares the two Ooh, what's the what's the I will post that I have to find it I also learned that people get like guasa body massages mm-hmm. and I did I did it a little like my my shoulders and my back just on myself so amazing important note oil and maybe rose tone your face mm. beforehand just because you don't want to pull the skin oh my god I would not That's, do it without oil it's so dry of course but it's I'm like, just saying I feel like it needs a disclaimer I feel like if someone did it without oil they would immediately be like I should put some oil on this because it like right it just fucking helps hurts. it glide it's yeah. a fun experience yeah and I feel like lymphatic drainage in general is like the buzzy. hot term right now total like, buzzy everyone is is everybody's talking about yes. it yeah also shout out to John Hogue for shooting our photos oh yeah you guys we had a new photo shoot yeah. long overdue like five hair colors later yeah we finally updated some pics we're super excited we want to give love to india and lone co worldwide for really hooking that up and then also anine bang mm-hmm. oh for God, supplying sex. the most incredible clothes i love this line so much and anine is someone who um we actually met at create and cultivate who's just like such a amazing business owner and just like a quintessential cool girl and pretty much her whole line is just stuff that looks dope on her and she's kind of that kind of woman who you're like she's doing something right that store is so fucking cool i'd never been in there before and i wanted just to take the whole store home with me it's on third street if you guys are in la but also they're on shop bop and um elsewhere online but just a really solid place for investment pieces obviously as we talked about with Kristen, it's not like I'm very much at like a quality over quantity type phase in my life which is a nice place to be and um just buying one thing a season that you love and that's definitely the spot I found the best pair of jeans of life is that from Rent the Runway this is from Rent the Runway so cute thank you as an aside as an aside um what do you what are your rose situation what is my rose situation I will say oh really fun find that opened up in Silver Lake for all of our Los Angeles dwellers is the Goods Mart that my friend Rachel Krupa yes, so um, cool. started. And she's like an amazing, she has a huge PR company called Krupa Consulting. And this is like just a total side vision of like the antithesis to a 7-Eleven and really bringing in like a neighborhood market that's open. They're open till 9 p.m. And it's all extremely mindful from the products that they're stocking the shelves with to the pricing that they're like she's make, being really conscious about not marking things up is it food and coffee like what's going on it's over like there? it's like a a general store like 7-eleven type mart so Ooh. they have like food to go that are like pre-packaged food to go and then like ingredients mm. and like i found some great whole 30 approved snacks there and like delicious la colombe coffee which i love and Um, Then every month they choose an organization that instead of when you're like checking out on the square, um, instead of giving a tip, you can give a percentage to give back to the community. That's so amazing. So it's just like every single, so even like the paper products that they're using to like non-BPA 
plastics, which like every single crevice in that store is thought out in a way that is giving back to the community or like giving back to ourselves and making it accessible in a neighborhood setting to get like good, yummy, good for you things. And hence why it's called the Goods Mart. I love that. Um, And they have parking in front, which is to me like the number one seller almost. I hope that's a sign of things to come because I walk into a 7-Eleven and I'm so depressed. Yeah. I'm like, this is so dark. I see people buying full on like meals there and it's just like, I just want wellness to become something that isn't called wellness and it's just called food. Right. Of course. (laughs) That would be great. So um, just congratulations to Rachel. It's really amazing. And if you're in that hood, check it out. Check it out. Um, Two more things. Two more roses. Really excited to... uh, announced that Stephanie and I are on the host committee for the It Gets Better Pride Pool Party at the Standard what? Hotel, June 9th. Remember we went to this a couple years ago? I do remember that. And now we're hosts. Now we're hosts. The come How up is far real. we've come. Um, yeah, so if you guys want to hang out with us and celebrate all things Pride. It's at the Standard Hollywood from 1 to 5 p.m. on June 9th, and you can get your tickets we there will... is a link in our bio on Instagram, mm-hmm. and we'll be like uh, promoting it until the date. So be prepared to hear about it more. And then we'll also be probably participating in the parade. Hey now, which dreams is... do come true. I'm just gonna get my Lisa Vanderpump on so hard. If you guys thought we were gonna go on an episode without talking about Vanderpump Rules, you were crazy. Tell them what I found today and what I sent you. That's my rose. Should we post it on our Instagram? Sure. I found a picture of me from the Los Angeles upfronts of Funny Girls with Jax, where we look like we're fully fucking in love. Did you get the other one I sent you? Yes. Of, with Tom. Yeah. <laughs> See, Stephanie's talking about them now, so it's contagious. It's so funny because I like went. I remember that time that we met him nicole had like had nicole amy had like a mutual friend with him from michigan and she went up to him and was like we have a mutual friend and he basically like shit on that girl really he just said something really bad and i was like just drunk enough to like march up to him and be like you better watch out and, like Jeez. he liked that and then i almost accidentally you can post your picture with that and then i'll post my picture with sheena and then it will be like a cute moment should i post is it i feel like that's off brand for me to personally post but it might be funny um it is funny it's probably just it's it's for you guys it's not for me it's Um, for you guys and then may 19th just right around the corner four moons event Ooh, guys it's getting good tickets left we've got so many amazing things happening um I don't know what to tell you. See you there. It's getting real good. You want to be there. Trust. What an amazing show. Thank you so much to Kristen. Um, it was just like a real treat. I can't it wait to really try one. To cry on air. Oh my so. god, that was so sweet. It melted my heart. Uh, check us out at So Retrograde. Please leave us a review on iTunes and Namaste listening. G bye. This episode of That's So Retrograde was brought to you by our friends at Thrive Market. My personal life hack on uh, maintaining a healthy pantry and life on a budget. Woohoo! You know, that's cute. So head over to thrivemarket.com slash retrograde for 25% off your first and your first month free. Oh my God, you guys. Unbelievable. So stock up. Get yourself some reusable food wrappers. Yes, that's a retrograde.